These delicate strips of film are the materials which record and transmit the creations of Hollywood. We're talking pictures. Welcome back, everyone, to Talking Pictures Podcast. My name is Evan. As always, joined by my co-host, David. And we have a special treat for you guys because we are potting from Dave's new apartment in the city of brotherly love. Don't tell him where I live. (laughs) Uh, Just make a right at the Rocky statue and you will find him sleeping Uh, in a shoebox. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm underneath the But we have statue. a new My home beautiful base. New home. We sure do guys. And if you're watching the Instagram uh videos, you're gonna see it. I'm very excited. There's like a room it's it's some sort of dock at the fuck out. My room, my one room is where I live, and it, I'm just we're potting from my room. That's it. <laughs> and we never leave. Yeah, dude, I'm very excited about it. I got all my weird shit that I've been collecting since I've been a child that I'm just going to put all over this room. A child. Posters. I've been collecting. You ever see the movie The Child starring um, Golden Child starring uh, Eddie Murphy? Um, I'm not sure that's real. <laughs> that is a real movie. Sure. Um, yeah, we're, I'm very excited. Where's that poster at? Good shit. Oh, dude, I would get a Golden Child poster. Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, I got all is. my weird stuff, man. I've been collecting this shit since I've F-bomb in it, too. Aired Did I already curse? Didn't last long. Oh, my God. This is um, episode 23. Ooh. We haven't been here. It's Two been... more until completion. Yeah, guys, I hope you've been enjoying the That's ride it. as much as I have. That's it. <laughs> I just clapped, and I startled you. <laughs> huh? You were what? like, oh, shit. It's a loud noise. <laughs> um, we yeah. have a special show tonight. So yeah, we, we will be talking about three movies in particular. Gareth Edwards, the creator, Mm -hmm. Stop Making Sense, the Talking Heads documentary that has been remastered. Uh, It was originally released in 1984, and A24 put their hands on it. And lastly, (laughs) we will be talking about... Put their fucking hands on it. Put their hands on it. (laughs) Get your hands off of that picture. Uh, and Son, the new Apple TV Plus original movie starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Eve Hewson. So... It's been a minute since we potted. We lost, I think, all of September. A lot. It was a month of sequels, you know. Yeah. Saul Ten, Equalizer Three, My Big Fat Greek Wedding Three, The Nun Two. Yeah. Just nothing. Nothing intriguing. Nothing. A Haunting in Venice, which is Kenneth Branagh's third Hercule Poirot movie. Just a entire month of sequels that just don't matter. And I think so. if we did an episode on it, it would have been just. We're just shit, just shitting, just shitting. I don't think anything was worthwhile. Yeah, it's like, why are we even, yeah, no. So, but I'm glad we're back because we have, we got some goodies to chat about. I'm excited about it. And you have, we're going to do a little record Drek nonsense later, which you you seem to be excited about too. a couple little ones sprinkled in there. No one will save you. Reptile, totally killer. That's exciting. Well, because we're coming back because October's got some not nasty, dirty, scary movies. What are you watching? I have a couple subscriptions. You to watch a couple some websites. Species all night. I'm wa- <laughs> Dude, is that the She's next? Doing over there. Is that the next thing I'm gonna watch? The Species franchise. <laughs> That's it. You could go worse. I could. That's yeah. fine. The Leprechauns. Yeah. Um, Shout out Natasha. Uh, but no, like it's Halloween. It's so it's a Halloween episode. Is the next episode, but like there's gonna be scary shit all week, all month, all week, all, all week, month. all week. Every every it's scary it's out true. here. It's true. I'm Taylor Swift concert tour is that what you're referring Nightmare. to? Nightmare. Yeah, 
<laughs> Nightmare concept tour. I think it opens up with 40 minutes of Jake Gyllenhaal. Just, they're just trying, like footage of him bathing and stuff, but it's not cute. Tying a red scarf around his neck. <laughs> I would watch 40 minutes of Jake just scarfing. I was you know? telling... I would, well, yeah, I'd watch yeah. Scarf Jill and Scarf Hall. me any day. I was telling some girl in my class that I was like, oh, you should watch Florida and Son. It's got JGL. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal. And I stopped. I was like, it doesn't have Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, her were just talking that she's a Swifty. And she's like, I can't like him. She was doing it as a bit. I wasn't, but like, it was like, she's like, I can't like him, obviously, because they dated. And I was like, well, you can't like Matt Healy, I guess. And, and Travis Kelsey, he's Travis okay Kelsey, right now. Travis Scott. Tra- yeah. 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 Anyway, there is a JGL yeah. in. Jake Gyllenhaal, so yeah, the, yeah. If we okay, so I wasn't his far name, off. I'm not a moron. His name. I'm not an absolute dickhead yeah. about it. I know the other JGL. Yeah, just Jake Gordon Gyllenhaal Levitt. <laughs> Levinson, yes, Levinson. Yeah, yeah. So that was funny. I don't know, man. Um, How do you feel about this Karen Slate that we're going to talk about tonight? Do let you me think, let um, me think about it. Out of a, a scale of one too excited. What do you think? I'm you excited. Are? are you? I am. Okay. I'm. I think I'm hyped to That's talk good. about it. I'm hyped to talk about movies That's with good. you. It's been a while, and I think that we got some goodies. Oh, good for you. Uh oh. <laughs> and a. I don't know how much echoes in this room yet. Oh, it's the whole room is an echo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's hearing okay. myself from minute one. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but before we get into the movies. Uh, is it anyone's birthday? Oh yeah, we do do that, do we? Don't do don't we? Don't we? It is don't October twelfth, twenty twenty three. Anno Domini, year of the Lord. Yeah. Who was born on today? Dude, actually, there's some goodies. There's some hotties. You got the the hot list from Jefferson Memorial. Just uh, the fresh <laughs> what? birthdays. What's that? What's Who was Jeff- born today? Jefferson, Jefferson Memorial Hospital. You know. Oh my god. Yeah. Who was born? <laughs> Caleb. Who was born? Um, Caleb. Hugh Jackman. Ooh. Yeah. Coffee company owner, right? Yeah, he owns That's a coffee it. company. Guess how old that man is. I he guess doesn't look a day no over joke. 54. He's 50. Actually, he's one year over 54. He's 55. So okay. Close. Yeah, he's old. But that, no, because it's I'm like joking. everyone's he like, everyone's like, he's 55. I don't know, like 55. 55 whatever. and freshly single. Is he? Ooh. What? Yeah. Why did I say that? Like, I mean, Him and his wife like got I'm, divorced after like 30 years. Really? You have a shot, man. I will take that you shot. You can be his new laughing man. I'll take that shot. He's got to do a podcast. I could be his new laughing man. He's got to do a podcast talking about like why the you know the the institute of marriage and the statute the statute limitations of marriage and, and, and the whole thing. Um, do you Josh think people want that? I would listen to it. Josh Hutcherson. He could come up with a fun <laughs> name for his podcast. He would have a podcast based off his name. His name, one of his movies. Huge. Yeah. No. <laughs> Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson. Yeah, from the Hunger Games. From mm-hmm, Hungry Boy. Thirty. Nobita. Oh, he's in his thirties. Yeah. Wow. Thirty-two. So, wow. Look for you. Thirty-one. Okay. Thirty-one. He's the the star of um, Freddy's Five Nights. Yeah. Five Nights at and like the last thing he did was like some Hulu fucking movie. Which, did he? Yeah, I don't even know. Where he was like Blast from the Past or something. Irish Apatow. Iris Apatow, excuse me. Oh, the other Apatow daughter? I guess so, yeah. Nice, nice. Angela Rippon. Is she you know still acting? I haven't seen her in a while. Oh, so I know Maud's Ma- on Euphoria. But really? Yeah, she's great. 
Um, Angela Rippon. Do you know who that is? I know who that is. She's a TV show host. I don't know. She's 79. Um, Caleb. Mc- oh, there is a Caleb. That's funny. McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. Lucas. Damn, those kids are old. Yeah, they're in their 40s now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple more real quick. Bang these out. Oh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. AOC. She's wow. Yeah, not a friend of the pod. She's 33. <laughs> She's 33. She's my friend. Matt Walsh. I like Matt Walsh. And I guess Kate Walsh was his brother. Sharon Salkin Cohen. Sarah, this, this, this podcast just got political. Sarah, <laughs> yeah, we definitely divided right then. And we, and we just kept moving. Uh, Sarah Baron Cohen. Margaret, dude, Margaret Thatcher. SBC. Margaret Thatcher. Yo, is she still Thatcher? Because you mentioned her like whatever last time. Is last she still episode. going? No, she died in 2013. God bless her. Miss her. Bad dementia. Yeah? Yeah. Iron Lady. Iron Lunger. Iron Lunger. She won an Oscar for training Margaret Thatcher and the Iron Lady. Really? Mm-hmm. Paul Simon. Still going? 81. Nice. Mm-hmm. How's Art? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Paul Pierce. How's, how's Garfunkel? Are they, are they still no. mad at each other? Who? Paul Pierce Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel. Are they still mad at <laughs> each other? They were mad or dating? Mad. Oh. Yeah, they broke up a long time ago. Oh. Are they? I don't know. I don't even know. Paul Pierce? That's yeah. a good one. I don't know if Garfie's here. How old is Paul Pierce? Mm, 41. 44. And then the movies. <laughs> oh, Happy, we got some good ones? Yeah, I think so. Happy birthday to Happy Death Day. Oh, I love that. You love movie. that movie. It's so good. Yeah. The Babysitter. One of the movies we'll be talking about tonight had strong Happy Death Day vibes. Yeah? So, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Babysitter. Did you ever see? I think you liked that one, mm-hmm. right? It was in 20, 2017. Jane the Virgin. I watched a couple episodes. That was fun. Okay. Nightmare Before Christmas. Rob. Never got into it. No? No. And I, mean, I don't know. We'll just throw one other. No. Uh, yeah. No, I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. It's a Christmas movie, it's a, obviously. You know, the roller coaster ride of emotions. Yeah, I, no, I no, can't, yeah, believe, yeah, I I can't even believe I'm still standing here. And then uh, I guess just to throw another one out, it's uh, The Marines uh, starring. The Marine? Yeah. John Cena? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Never saw it. No, I don't know. I neither did I. Happy birthday, everybody. And you'd better keep on having more or else we're, or else, you know. Happy birthday, Zendaya. Happy birthday, Zendaya. Hot damn. Nice work. Hot and dangerous. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I felt good. Speaking of birthdays, it's your lucky day, bro. It's your birthday because you get to play what's my game? The most fun game to ever hit the podcast streaming network. I'm nervous. <laughs> a little game called News to Dave. Yeah, man. Yeah, how are you feeling? It's. it's are been you a while. going to say numbers tonight? Mm-hmm. Yes, I made In it English. Say. Yep. <laughs> are you going to spell them out? Cuatro. Yeah. O N E. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have eight little tidbits of news for you that I want to gauge your excitement level for. Okay. So it's been kind of a slow five weeks since yeah. we last recorded, I guess. Four weeks, whatever it's been. Yeah. Um, the writers and the studios are back, oh. which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we're still waiting on the actors, but yeah. we can write again. So. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. 
got whatever. People are getting paid, we'll, which is we'll, awesome. We'll, we'll figure it out from here, I guess, because right. we don't have a choice. Uh, but I'm going to throw 60 seconds on the clock. As okay. always, one is not very excited. Ten is uh, you're about to take your pants off excited. <laughs> If you were wearing any. My pants were ripped, blown and, off. Excited. Oh, that's a PG pod. Okay. No one's blowing pants here. Um, are you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Hit me. Austin Butler in Dune Part 2 is being described as an Olympic swordsman psychopathic killer. <laughs> Damn, I love that boy. Josh Hartnett reportedly in talks to portray Dr. Doom in Fantastic Four. Who's that? Josh Hartnett. Who's that? He was in, uh, it's this guy. One. Wait, you don't know Josh. Fuck that guy. Brightburn sequel officially confirmed to be in development. Uh, <laughs> one. No. Whoa. No. Uh, the Marvel's runtime, officially the shortest in MCU history. Eight. The, the Batman Part 2, strongly rumored to feature Hush. As main villain. Wow, 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 10. Jason Momoa officially in talks to play Lobo in either Good. solo film or in Superman Legacy. 10. Kurt Russell, remembered to be in talks to play Jor-El in Superman Legacy. 10. That's awesome. Fuck and <laughs> lastly, Mark Wahlberg reportedly plans on retiring very soon. <laughs> 10. He's going to open a church. Uh, yeah. Stay prayed up, stay y'all. Stay prayed up. Yo, stay prayed up. Another Wahlburgers, maybe. <laughs> no, let him do his thing. You know, he likes it. I love it. I just wish it wasn't. He awesome. loves Jesus. A commercial. Media. Oh, yeah, dude, all the time. Yeah. He hits it, and it's so funny every time. I don't know why they they probably pop up on my thing because I watch so many of them, and right. I laugh every time. He's church like he's shirtless at a pew, and he's like just holding a pair of his shoes that right. he like sells, and he's like, you know, stayed prayed up. Also, these are two hundred dollars, and they That's were in Indonesia. Yeah. You know, it's just so, it's just funny to me. It's so, a, he puts D- his own DVDs in the collection basket as a goodbye. That's great. Do you think, signs the altar? Do you think he's jealous that um, Jesus had better upper pecs? Than oh him? shit! You think so? Yeah. Think no coming at it. <laughs> you think so? Well, he had a lot more to lift, man. Lots of burdens. You know, you get heavy lifting the world's weight. Yeah. The cross is heavy. The sins of the world. That's it. I don't know. If that was Mar- back then too. Yeah, Mark yeah. can't carry that. Mm, nah. Mark, Mark can't hold that weight. Mark can't carry a Netflix movie. So. <laughs> Talking Pictures Podcast, we're back. <laughs> Shout out to Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. We love you in the Shout Italian. Out to Walk Walk Marburg. Yeah. Damn. Diggler. Wow. Hey dude, we got through that. I've never gotten through it. No, and it, it buzzed while you were laughing during the last question. So Hell good yeah. Good job. You might have won. Wow. You might have won news to Dave. Wow. I blame the new digs. I credit the new digs. Good. It's yeah, just, all it know. took was the me, you know, d- dishing out a bunch of money. <laughs> uh, moving on and moving up. Yeah. yeah. I keep getting alerts on my laptop to tell me that we're filming an episode tonight. What do you? So what do you want to do now? <laughs> you want to talk about a movie? What's going to do now? What do you going to do now? Um, let's talk about our first movie. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's start off strong. Yeah. What do you want to, what do you want to start? Let's talk about Florian, son. Okay. Yeah. That's a good idea. We'll start off strong. I like it. Do we have a log line? We sure do. What did I fuck up? Everything. Oh, you. 33 years of existence. (laughs) Letterboxd. Letterboxd. There it is. Letterboxd. All right. Ooh, that's a cool poster. 
This might be the coolest poster this for thing? a f- yes for a film I've ever seen. That's sick, man. You don't look too hyped about it. You look no, like no you. Comment. All right, we, we, here and <laughs> here we fucking go. Talent, Florence Sun. This is the letterbox. Yeah. Florent, Fl- Floral, Florence and the Machine, 2023. Talent is relative. Single mom Flora is at a loss about what to Can do. Can you with read it, it in Flora's accent? Single mom Flora. No, is don't do that. Never mind. I'm sorry. We just lost all of our subscriber base. (laughs) Our subscriber base is gone. Single mom Flora is at a loss about what to do with her rebellious teenage son, Max. Her efforts to keep him out of trouble lead to a beat up. Why didn't you like this? (laughs) The beat up acoustic guitar, a washed up LA musician, and harmony for this frayed Dublin family. Whatever. I don't even want to read the next one. Fuck it. I'll do it. (laughs) Flora and son. A single mom at war with her son is trying to... Oh, at war with her son. (laughs) Jesus. So dramatic. At war with her son. Evil son is trying to find a hobby for him. (laughs) One day she rescues a guitar from a dumpster. Uh, That's a goddamn stretch. Rescues? It's just a... Yeah. What is it, a POW? (laughs) (laughs) Shit, man. I love John Carney. He directed it. He did uh, Sing Street, Begin Again, and Once. Okay, this felt, like one of those. felt like one of Once. Begin again. We saw Begin Again in the yeah, theater. Dude, that was 10 years ago. It's crazy. That movie's incredible. You know what's even worse about um, that being 10 years ago? Is that we saw Calvary starring Brendan Gleeson right before it. Really? Yeah, that was like such a hard turn. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that well, was we heavy. do that to ourselves. That so. was heavy. You know? Um, what do you think, man? Um, Give me the rundown. Did you like it? I did like it. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, good. I'm glad I enjoyed what's it your, as well. What's your rating? <laughs> Seven out of ten. Seven? Yeah. Yeah, so three and a half? Uh-huh. That's good. Three and a half. It is you good. You liked it. I yeah. did enjoy it. Yeah. I even teared... You know what, bitch? I even teared up, dog. You should tear up. I did. Yeah. I felt something towards yeah, it. Yeah, you need to get that heart going again. I think I, you know, it might have been that I was watching on my brand new TV in my living room and I was really enjoying it. Aww. And I was like, oh, this is great. And, uh, man, I forgot how to talk about movies. So like, I just really. No, it's okay. No, this I think. Is, this uh, is about the same. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing's changed. <laughs> I just rattle off bullshit. Uh, nothing's um, changed. No, I thought this movie had a lot of heart. It did have a lot of heart. And I really enjoyed that I didn't know who Flora was going to end up with. It wasn't a paint-by-numbers run-of-the-mill, like, here's a romance. Like, oh, she's obviously going to go JGL, but then, oh, maybe not. And, like, it really, the scenes were not, like, just alley-ooped for us to be like, this is a romantic scene and they're going to fall in love here. And like, you just never know. And, and we don't, we really aren't given a spoon fed that throughout the film. And that right. there's at times where like, it's just a genuine good relationship with her ex. Like it isn't like, that's the evil divorcee. Like they're kind of chill. So like, it could work out. And right. Like, you know, and like even just talking to JGL who in the film, she's learning guitar lessons with him and he's overseas in LA and she's in Ireland. Um, Scotland, Ireland, Ireland. I think it's Ireland. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, she's like, they're kind of connecting there. And it's like, this could work, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, I like, I enjoyed that. Well, we're not getting the spoiler territory yet, but I, I just, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but I enjoyed that. Like, there was this ambiguity about, like, what this is not being handed to me. And like, okay, they're going to end up together. This is 
kind of cool. Right. I think I I didn't like it as much only because I thought the parts were good. I just don't think they came together ultimately. Okay. Like I loved what I mean. Eve, Eve Hewson is by far my favorite part of this movie. Like she's just fantastic. She's the main star. She yeah, plays for. She's uh, Bono's yeah baby daughter. Bono. Yeah. yeah. That's um, she's great. Like, yeah, she's she is. Just like, oh my god, she's so good. Right. It's just uh, it gave me like strong like fish tank vibes from yeah. way back when. Um, yeah. The Kate Jarvis film from I guess it has to be fifteen years ago. Yeah. But with fast, she's Friday. she's fantastic. Like she's such a scene stealer. Yeah. Um, I even really like Jack Rayner, who was the ex husband. Yeah. I I like him. Like I could have watched a movie just about him. Yeah. Um, I just thought like they were trying to throw so many different plots into this. Like he's like the kid Max is like some sort of like rebel and he's getting into fights and like it just everything seemed to be so like let's talk about this but like we'll make a PG version out of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like he's meeting with cops in the opening scene and it's just like this kind of just like washed away and he has like this really terrible EDM like side project hobby that like but he's not great at it. he's a fucking 10 you know he's so, not allowed to be good at it you gotta make bad art first bud but the, but the movie wanted you to think it was good did so, it? I think no so. I think it was an awful beat it was trash music and I think even but one they point, loved it in the movie though the mom was like this is awesome this oh, is yeah. sick I mean like but she like she's probably just like connected with, I thought I just, I'm stepping on yeah. you no, go you're good. keep go ahead I'm sorry no so I just I think so the main reason I love John Carney's movies is the music is so good like when you think about Begin Again yeah like I still listen. Lost Stars is like such yes. an amazing track and they play it three or four times like in full throughout that movie yeah, but it's like it sure it's is. so good that it's just it carries you through it yeah and Sing Street which I don't know if you saw Sing Street no, with the not. young British kids in like the 70s oh or no 80s. I did I did I did yeah. see Sing Street which I love Sing Street yeah. like that that's like, got bangers I too turn that soundtrack on all the time mm. and listen to it like yeah. that, they, those are such great songs there um, the music in this one just lacked there wasn't when a main it, song but, like, I feel like the movie thought it was, like, it had some hits when it's just, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like, singing through the laptop, like, the singer songwriting yeah, thing. Yeah, they were fine. When, right? like, she, he's harmonizing with her and she come up with lyrics. I'm like, this is, like, like, these lyrics are lame. I agree. Like, these aren't, like, good tracks. Yeah. Which stunk because, like, I thought they had good chemistry. And I like the stylistic choices of, like, when they'd be talking through a laptop and then, like he'd be in the room with her. Yeah. And like, I thought that was cool and I thought their chemistry was real. Um, JGL didn't do it for me, man. And this, yeah, he didn't do it. He, he I, just I feel he the gave same me way. creepy older dude vibes. And it was just like, what's going on in your life? Are you married? Do you have kids? Yeah. <laughs> You're divorced. But like, did you do something wrong? Like, I know like mm. you, you went through like this weird, like you tried to make it as a star and you he couldn't. He was an alcoholic for ten years or some shit. Is it what they said? Yeah. Yeah, I and that's also that. not very like heavily underlined or highlighted. At yeah, all. it was it's just like, like so that like. Wait, where did when did you? Okay. Yeah, you're it's that like passed and then we over. Keep moving. Like we're yeah. throwing so many things at you in terms yeah. of like character beats, where it's just like let's explore these a little bit. Like this kid's rebellious. Like he goes to jail for four weeks and he's just like 
doing beats in prison. Like it was like it seems so like kind of prison, ridiculous. You know, he like, was in prison. No, it, that's, that's it was not like a prison. Youth, it was like a youth boys <laughs> facility. Blackgate, like he's out there. You know, he's in like a facility for like yeah. But even youths. the dad said like these places are more like schools now, where like they're, they're actually like rehabilitating. But it's then like yada yada, and then like all of a sudden he's out. And it's just like, all right, let's do this four open. Weeks. Let's do this open mic night where we're yeah, just gonna mind. come up with this like song that. You think it moved too fast? I think like they didn't like the song at the end was like so well like put together. It was just like, when did they do this? Like what? we were emailing back and forth. Yeah. I thought that montage was good enough. Was for good me enough to understand yeah. that like she found she found purpose. She was able to connect through music with her son, right, and develop a better relationship and like. You know, I thought that was beautiful. It was like, what's your favorite moment? They Like, the counselor asks him when he's in rehabilitation, right. what's your favorite memory you've ever had? And he's like, yeah. I made music video with my mom. It's pretty awesome. You know? I know. I just, I just wish they kind of had, like, focused on that. Mm-hmm. And, like, we can just, like, if we're going to have a JGL romance, that's fine. Or connection, like, that's fine. But, like, I'd rather just be floor and son. Not like Flora and JGL and son, you know, like let's yeah. just do like a, maybe let's even, have a mom yeah. and son movie about like their, you know, the frayed relationship and ben is back. reconnecting through music rather than being ben is back <laughs> rather than just being like kind of let's kind of wrap this up. I mean, the movie was like 97 minutes and it's just like they yes. had all these storylines and like the ex is with some other new girl. And it's, yeah, I just uh, I wish the sum was better than the parts. So I didn't hate it. Like it was definitely watchable. Like yeah. I'd give it like a two and a half out of yeah. five. Like I'm right okay. there with you. Okay. It's just from his movie that I expect more because I think his other movies are all like See, four I didn't and a half know he fives. Was okay. Um but yeah, man, I just I mean, if anything, the takeaway for me is Eve Houston is just fantastic. She, and she was like the main star sensational. of that Netflix mo- that Netflix TV show, um what is it? Behind her eyes that like kind of was a sensation a couple years ago. Oh yeah, Dex she, loves that. Yeah, and she's been she's been around, which is great. So I'm excited to see where her career goes. Um, but the J- JGL kind of took me out of it, man. Yeah, it's like every time he was on there, I'm just like, he's kind of creepy. creepy. Yeah. And then I read oh, the letterbox yeah. reviews, and it's just like everyone thinks he's hot. I'm like, this is like Daddy JGL and all yeah, this stuff. Yes. And I'm like, this is kind of strange. No, I got like I got that vibe as not that he was a creeper. I, yeah. I just didn't think he was bringing it. I thought he I was think, like yeah, phoning really in lines and he was yeah. just like, I could tell that he was just not trying. I didn't think they had good chemistry actually. Like, oh, you didn't? I just, no, I don't think so. I think that like her and the husband are better, but, but that's also part of why I liked it was that like, we didn't know it wasn't, wow, they're fucking perfect for each other. And they met through a laptop, you know, like, right. I don't know. Um, the after credits song is good. That's JGL with the guitar. I don't know if you heard that. Okay. I don't know if I listened to it. So that, like, he writes a song for her, and he was going to play it for her. Right. And the credit song is, is like... that song. That song. And it okay. is like, oh, it's good. <laughs> like... Yeah. Which is... That's kind of the whole thing, is he's never made a good song until he met her. So I think what we're both dancing around and saying is that, like, for me, it was a 7 or a 3.5 because it was, like... It was just good enough to put on, and I enjoyed it, and I right. didn't need anything more. And I think you're like, it could have been awesome if there was more. It could have like, been great. It didn't need, yeah, so we're kind of right there, dancing yeah. on the middle line there. Interesting. Um, it's a shame, too, because, like, Joseph Ward-Levitt is one of my 
favorite actors and it's just he's been kind of MIA the yeah. last what decade I was so hyped like, for the watch I was like oh he's, geez, he's in a movie right yeah and yeah I don't know strange but overall like it's definitely something like if you put it on like you you won't have a bad time watching no. and Dave thinks it's definitely more entertaining than I did so yeah um, yeah just interesting movie like I think even it felt a little bit rushed. Watch her for her, I think, is even good enough. I think so. Put it on just for her. Yeah. She she definitely yeah. carries this movie. There is a, at the end, there's a pretty fun moment where, like, he's playing bass. Yeah. The husband. Yeah. and Because he, he's, a, he's a bass player. Like, he's a right. professional musician. So, like, if even if you can call Nat in it. Right. <laughs> and, like, the whole family's playing on the stage together. And he's just there to play bass. And he starts to go off, like do a solo. And she's like, no, hey, yeah, stop. No, don't, don't you dare. And it's such a funny throwaway line. Right. And then he's just like back to playing like the beat. I was like, it's pretty funny. Right. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. At least that good. one. Nice. You want to talk about Stop Making Sense? Sure do. Okay. Give us a little rundown, man. Jonathan Demi, All 1984. Right. This um, is, What's yeah. your... Um, What's your, I guess... You may read the things? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This is the IMDb. Stop Making Sense. 1984 came out, and also this year at the same time. One hour and 20 minutes. Considered by critics as the greatest concert film of all time, the live performance was shot over the course of three nights at Hollywood's Pantagigi's Theater in December of 1983 and features Talking Heads' most memorable songs. And then the letterbox is... uh, Way too much. That's you don't have to do, you don't have to say it. We're good. It's fucking. What's your relationship with with Talking Heads? Before we get into it, uh, like non-existent. Okay. Like I was. You the hits though, right? I was surprised that some of the songs I heard was their songs. Oh, okay. Like that, pretty distant. Gotcha. So when you were like, you want to watch that? I said, that's cool. I'll dip my little toes into something new. Right. And uh, little toes. I think one of the songs. Little toes. My my toes have gotten tinier, guys, since actually. Um, You dip your talking head into it. Yeah, my talking toes. Um, (laughs) So, like, I I think one of the songs I I fucking hate, actually. Psycho Killer? I don't like that song, really. Okay. What's the one you hate? Well, so it's. where is my beautiful wife? How how am I standing in this beautiful house? In the there's water in my mouth. Yeah, that one. Once I in a lifetime. fucking hated that song. Yeah. And then when I was watching this, I was like, oh, you know, like seeing it and watching him perform it, not just like sing it, I kind of understood what that song's about. I was like, okay, so this is kind of just there like about... Carpe diem, and it's almost like that suit and tie song from those guys you like, Lion Judah in the mouth, suit and the jacket. Judah in the whale. Yeah. yeah, suit and jacket, not suit and tie. That's uh, JT. JT. Um, yeah, it's kind of like that. You're just like kind of like watching your fucking life go by, and I was enjoying that. I actually like. Oh, oh I actually kind of like this song now, so that's kind of hot. Yeah. Still not a big fan of Psycho Killer, and sometimes I think that this guy is making fun of singing when he sings, <laughs> but obviously, burning down a house is an insanely good song oh yeah and it was a banger then and it's a banger now still a banger and it's it's just duh, fire you yeah. know but a lot of the time when i was watching this and i was like they're kind of goofy and weird huh right <laughs> this is kind of weird like this is very uh 
I don't know. I think maybe, and I don't know much about music history, but I think they were probably doing something that was like approachable weird, where maybe Bowie was doing like, that guy's from another planet. These guys are just weird and they're like us and normal. And right. that guy's wearing a big suit, like a big <laughs> suit. <laughs> Which I couldn't help but think about Kanye and his buddies in the giant suits. And I was like, look, talking has it already, buddy. You know? Right. Um, so that was funny. But did you like it? Uh, I don't know. I that's, feel that's what it boils down to. Indifferent. I feel okay. like I was like. Is it the I, vibe of like you went to a concert and you didn't know the band? Yes. Okay. So as a song was playing, I'm like, I've never heard this. I'm not really into it either. Right. I was just kind of like watching them do it. I was more like, they're putting on a great show. They're yeah. sensational performers. They're like, yeah. I love the amount of movement that everyone was running. Lots of work. And everyone's so skinny. Right. That's, <laughs> like what, that's the, what Coke does. 10,000 calories. That's it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't even I don't think I walked away from this as a Talking Heads fan now. Right. But like I think I would like to maybe put on like the this is Talking Heads on Spotify in the background. I'd be interested in doing that. Gotcha. But for the most part I'm yeah, I mean I don't know how to I guess just two point five. I'm like right now. I was not gotcha. like Whoa. Blown away. I mean I've seen I mean like the Bowie documentary was this isn't a documentary. Moonies Daydream. Yeah. From last year. That was, you know, holy smokes. That I, I that mean that's playing, phenomenal. You know? This is that was like a, a experience. This is just, right. I guess they just remade the. I've seen some of these clips on TikTok of him dancing strange as well. So I was like, right, that's that guy dancing weird. I know this scene. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like David them. Byrne. I don't hate them. You know what about you? Right. How'd you feel? I thought it was cool, man. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really fun. I agree with you. Like there was times in this where I completely checked out just because like I didn't know the song or like the song didn't really speak to me and whatnot. But like. Jonathan Demi's direction is just amazing. So like, they, I don't know how he got these shots. Like, like he filmed these concerts, but like, yeah, there was like certain songs where like his face was like had like black shadows on it, and just like he just looked yeah. cool. And it's just, I you just can't knock David Burns' performance. Yeah, as absolutely the lead singer in this. Yeah. Like he's no. just he's a madman. Like he's literally just convulsing on stage mm-hmm. and just talk about someone that's like feeling everything that he's saying and, and, and just feeling himself and feeling the vibe. And even like all the, the people around him on stage were just like, and just incredible. Like everyone was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like the, the backup singers and um, the guy next to him playing guitar. Like it was just, everyone was just like yeah. insane and incredible. It's just, Every song have seemed to have its own like little special thing to it, whether it was like a dance move or the lantern or like the, the lamp and, and yeah. the big suit and yeah. silhouette. I just was thought cool that I like I just don't know how like he was able to direct this and it's like an actual like concert still. Like how yeah. how like how did he get these angles? Like just Unbelievable. Like, to yeah. be filmed, like, you know, 50 years ago, which is Yeah, just, it's all film is, as well. It's crazy. Which is gigantic and heavy. And, like, there were sometimes you saw the other cameramen in the shots. Some, sometimes, yeah. And they're holding these cannons. Right. Gigantic, not cannon film, like a heavy goddamn bazooka right. of a camera and just trying to get movement. That's absolutely insane. You know? Awesome. Jonathan Nemi's done, like, some Cinema big movies. Scope. Like, mm-hmm. he did Science of the Lamps. Did he? Like, yeah, he did Philadelphia. He did... So wow. many like huge movies, and it's just 
this was one of his like first ones and it was just I think I don't think it could be underscored like the production value of this and just their energy on stage that like even when a song wasn't hitting and just like didn't speak to me like I didn't grow up with the talking heads like I knew like I know like they're big four songs yes that's kind of it um with that said like this must be the place when that comes on like that song is just like the whole movie kind of like crescendos there for me because like that's that's such a great song and it's just like they perform it so well. Is that the last track? No, and that's the problem because it was just like it was maybe 50 minutes through the movie. Okay. And I was just like, how are they not ending with this song? Okay. Um, and it's like so many bands that we love have covered that song so many times. Um, I'll have to look. I have to look like the Lumineers up. cover it, like the Head and the Heart cover it. Really? Like, and I don't know, like watching it and like seeing them perform it, it was just like, God, this song is like so special. And wow. it's just like okay. the movie just kind of like it. stops there and for me. And it's like, oh, we have another half hour left. And then like the girls kind of have their own song and like they start singing that other song. songs. What? Well, that song, it's yeah. like uh, Tom Tom Club or something. Yeah. I had heard that song many a time. In oh, my really? Life. I never heard that song before. I, many a time working yeah. at a Denny's or in a mall. Oh, that's funny. And like I heard it and I'm like, oh, this is like, I don't know. Um, a uh, all female band, and this is like I had no idea it was Talking Heads, right? And I just thought it was like a '90s song too. So when I heard, it, I was like, "This is okay. This is dope. This is yeah. cool. This is oh, that's fun. Unlocked something. Yeah, really. In, in that, my yeah, brain. That's, that's so fun. Yeah. I never heard of it. So yeah, that, that's funny. That <laughs> also you it, have such a history with it. You don't even you didn't even yeah. realize it. Musically inept as well, apparently. Yeah. So I don't know <laughs> shit about this. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was cool. I gave it a four out of five. Like I had a great time watching it, even when. I was a little checked out. Like it's like one of those like sensory experiences where I was just like, this is like, this is cool to watch like the giant concert film okay. in the theater where it's just like, wow, this is talk about like a performance on stage. It's just like, we've seen some bands that like barely perform on stage. That's and true. It's just like, yeah. have you ever you seen know, people work harder on stage yeah, than these seven wrong. people or eight people? Like the amount of sweat in this movie is yeah. just like, it rivals like Cool Hand Luke as like the amount of sweat yeah, that's true. Like poured out and, and on, on a movie screen. Yeah. Like just, and this is David Byrne, like just having seizures and, and just yeah. I, absolutely insane. I had that. I think I had that thought as well, that it was like, uh, I don't know. I don't have seen concerts like this. Like it's a show per se. Yeah. Each is, song is, you're right. Each song was its own. It wasn't, and this is our next hit and this is our next hit. And right. you might as, you could might as well just do this at home. Right. He came to see us do a thing. So, yeah, yeah really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really dug it. If you love music, if you love the Talking Heads, like, obviously, you check this out. But, I mean, it's, what, like, 88 minutes? It's, like, a, it's a real short yeah. feature film. And as Dave said, it's considered, you know, the greatest concert film of all time. And it's just, I haven't seen too many concert films. I mean, You're we're right. going to be talking about Taylor Swift's concert film on our next episode. Mm-hmm. So, we'll have, you know, a little fun compare and contrast. But, um yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything else that like knocks it off that pedestal. Like, yeah, I haven't seen too many concert films, but this was just. Uh, yeah, this was a ride, man. This is like, if you're ever like, why go see a band live? Like this kind of puts that yeah. hesitation and fear to rest. Like, 
these guys knock it out of the park and this makes me like kind of be more like selective with the bands that like I want to go see where it's just like that's true Yeah, you just saw a band on Sunday and it was yeah. just like if you had seen and I'm, I mean, I'm sure the Midnight were fantastic but it's just like they were not putting in this kind of energy no, and work on were, stage singing their songs right and it's like this is great we and they did it great we love their songs yeah but it's like it's a, the, the transcending into an actual art piece you know those right. silhouette shots were insane where they had the lights on their faces and we caught like a big wide of like all the silhouettes behind right phenomenal you yeah know? And they got like the, the the different kind of like words on the screens behind them, like very avant garde, very like yeah, like very very cool, just like such a vibe. It was just like this is who we are. We're weird as hell, and like you know, just enjoy it. Yeah, so. for sure. I dug it, man. Nice. Maybe, maybe I'm a, a three, three point five. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that it was bad. I didn't think it was bad. I think I actually did enjoy it. No, I you think had I was the more looking feeling. at it of like. Is this a movie? But it's not. I, I shouldn't compare it to the David Bowie thing because that, that is a different, yeah, that's a even different a thing. This yeah. is a concert film. So then, yeah, no, these guys, you know, yeah, right. absolutely. What do you say, man? You want to get into our Wreck or Drek segment? Yes, please. All right. So we have <laughs> a few films that I've seen, and Dave's watched a few of Wes Anderson's short films that came out recently. He dropped onto Netflix. My chair so, Dave, why don't you start off telling us about Wes? Okay. Wes. Was born uh, and raised in Tallahassee, Texas. Where are my tabs? Which one do you want me to talk about first? <laughs> um, it's well, your, we both we both watch Poison, so like let's to that to the end here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he released four short films. Um, all on, on Netflix. All on Netflix. You just said that, and I'll just I'm gonna repeat after this everything you say for the rest of the pod. And I watched three of them. So one of them is called The Swan. Three and a half, to be fair. Uh, three and a half, yeah. I stopped watching that uh, because you told me you, were, you didn't see it yet. <laughs> um, I let y'all down. The one, so it seems like all of them have the same cast uh, or, or at least mixes them oh, about. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Same color scheme. And um, this one's called The Swan. Two large ignorant bullies ruthlessly pursue a small brilliant boy. And this one was like 17 minutes long, I think. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about so that. So three of them are 17 minutes, and then the the, the Henry Sugar one, yeah. one is 40. Okay, um, this one I I liked. I think I liked this one the most. Okay, good. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. So like the whole shtick, if you will, of these is that like they are all, I believe they're actual short stories yeah. written by some dude in like the 50s and 40s. <laughs> uh, what? Some dude. Yeah. It's Roald Dahl. Who that? <laughs> was he a, 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 a Ram Dass guy? Is he like a... Um... No, he's just like one of the most like preeminent authors from that time. You never read Roald Dahl when you were a kid? Mm-mm. Oh, man. I, I like read all <laughs> really? of his books as a kid. Okay. Oh, my God, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Part of me as I was like watching these, I was like, is, did he, it is a West thing where he made up a character that wrote these and that's what we're watching. No, this is real stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, wow. Very cool. I mean, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda... The BFG, James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking moron. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Ram Rahagandas. Um, so this one's called The Swan, and I really like this short story. Oh, oh man. Crazy, man. That's so weird. So, like, okay, that like that's great. Okay, makes yeah. sense. I love James and the Giant Peach. 
I have it on VHS. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I yeah. read that book so many times. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, so. This is not from Dorchester. Darling and the Chocolate Factory. Um, so, yeah, this one's super dope, man. Um, each of the. It's like the short film brought onto film. Excuse me, short story brought onto short film. And all, we can, we're seeing the sets move. We're seeing like. Uh, very methodically like stage hands come out and pass a, a prop to a character mm-hmm. and like but it's all only the text from the story like it's just if you read it from beginning to end and that's what the actors are saying and they're they're doing the when I love it so much they'll be like we're walking through a field I said and like they like yeah. they have the he said they said all those it's really cool really right. cool I really I'm, I'm really as I was I first hated it but I loved it as I was watching. I was like okay. really into like the the, the style. Yeah. Because um, it's super like he like Wes is finding ways to like bring theater to film and film to the like he's doing that. He did right. that with kind of with um he was breaking fourth Asteroid walls City. with Asteroid City. We were going behind sets and stuff, and it's just like you kind of just go for a ride. Okay, we know, <laughs> we know. Like Evan hates Wes Anderson, um, and I, I just I, do. You I, always I, call him West. I, West. <laughs> I tolerate West Anderson. Um, so this one was cool. Uh, I'm from West Anderson, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this one was like cool, yeah. um, because it felt the most. Again, I didn't, I didn't finish Sugar Ray and his and his boy, big boy band or whatever that one's called. <laughs> but like of the three that I did watch, this one felt the most. Um, like mythological, okay. Like which was cool. That's cool. Um, and I don't want to spoil it because I really didn't enjoy it. Okay. Um, but it is just like the retelling of a boy being bullied, and mm-hmm. like about a, and maybe it seems like an entire three-hour ordeal about this kid getting his shit handed to him, and and in the worst fucking ways, uh, right. pretty torturous situations involving a train, and. Okay. Um, at the end, it, it's something shaking sp- this whole table. Yeah, up. my legs are fucking moving. Shaky left, Dave. Um, and at the end there is something spiritual and magical borderline magical happens okay and it is it's pretty great so I really enjoyed that one the next one I watched was the rat catcher and oh my boy is in this Who? and if you don't know my boy then you can get out of dodge and his name is <laughs> you know your boy's name <laughs> give me a second you know your boy's mm. name because I just saw the picture and I forgot Harry Styles. He was no, I forgot he was in it. When I saw him, I was like, "Hell yeah, Richard Ayodi." Oh yeah, that guy. So he and Matt Barry, who is from the What We Do in the Shadows show. Yeah, Matt Barry. <laughs> Matt Barry is Matt Barry in this? No, he's not. Why are we Matt, talking about him? Be, well, you're, I just want to <laughs> like a little sidebar. Matt Barry, godsend, gift from the gods, nectar. Thank you, everything. Rich Ayote, both of them starred in this TV show from 2004 called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Mm-hmm. And when I saw like Richard come on in this short film and all of these short films, I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, he's back!" And he's in some, and he's I just love it for him. I excited for him that he was in this teeny tiny British show yeah. that was on like British One, and like now here he is. I'm like, hell yeah! So both of them, nice work, guys. I love you guys both very much. Thanks for coming, friends of the pod, whether you like it or not. So the next one I watched was the Rat Catcher. Did you like that one? Yeah. The Rat Catcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They do some cool things in this one. They were all are good. They are. There's not a bad one. I think this one I like the most. But this one, I mean, 
Wes incorporates all of it. He incorporates stop motion. He incorporates a lot of weird okay. stuff going on. And I just absolutely... Wes is going to Wes. I don't think Wes... There is another filmmaker that's, that does what Wes does. And that is even going to try to do what Wes does. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think anyone's going to be like... Ooh, let's shoot the no, no, you can't because it would like there will never be yeah, you know you're just west you're just stop it yeah so this one is an uh, the rat catcher in an English village a reporter and a mechanic listen to a rat catcher explain his clever plan to outwit his prey okay and it's Ray Fiennes playing a human rat basically he's okay. the rat catcher we and love he's Ray. like he's just like you can't hear him as he walks he's just like tiptoeing around like a little rat. And uh, these two dudes call him in, like, there's rats in our town, and you got to get rid of them. And he's like, I always have a rat around me at all times. And he's pulling rats out of his pockets, and he's really weird. Yeah. Like, his, and his line delivery is insane. Like, he says at one point, he's like, you want to see something awesome? And it's, like, super weird. He's just, like, he's incredible. Yeah. Like, he's very fine, man. He's just yeah. absolutely I mean, sensational. Best hotel, he's, he's so good in that. It's sensational. Yeah. And everyone's line delivering this whole thing. Everyone's just like the deadpanness, but like that's also what my boy in Garth Bro- uh, Garth Marenghi's Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks Dark Place. <laughs> that's all that show is. If you haven't watched, I'm just gonna keep talking about Garth because I don't get to talk about it enough. But Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. That show is sensational. If you're into dry delivery, like line delivery, that is just simply, oh, we're in trouble. Like I, it's yeah. it's so funny. All all very along the lines of Wes. Um, Someone said if Ralph Fiennes had played Peter Pettigrew, correct, <laughs> from the Harry Potter films. So that's that one. Um, he was already, he already had a role. So Yeah, he was already kind of in that movie, huh? <laughs> so la- the one that me and you watched was Poison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the rat one is good. They're all really good. Okay. But like this one I think is my favorite one. Yeah, I think I'm just like, I think I'm just wet West out mm-hmm. at this point. I, I'm, I want him to. We can keep calling him West. I want him to. I want him to switch it up and do something different. It's never gonna happen. But it has it. happened. Like he made like Rushmore and Royal Tenenbaums, and these. And then he got on all this shit. Now he's that's on what this I'm saying. Thing. Like, so when I, you want to go back? I want him just to evolve and do something different. Like we've okay. had like ten plus years of like this kind of Quirky. style, and it's like he's just going further and further down the West rabbit hole, and it's just. We got a lot of this with French Dispatch and Asteroid City, and here's four more shorts, and they're all like Budapest and Moonrise and Fantastic Fox and Isle of Dogs, and I'm like, it's just so much going on where it's just, I, like this had the cool short film aspect to it with like adapting Rolled and, and mm-hmm. all of that, and like you said, I liked how we can see the stagehands and they're just like the sets are moving, and it's like that's cool, that's fun. I think I'm just like. I think I'm just I'm t- I'm am sick of like the shtick that he's got going on right it. now. It's just like it's just tiring at this point because it's like it's no longer like I just don't find it impressive anymore. It's just like oh, okay, I'm just this is a West movie. A West Here we go. And then it's just like, is the material there? It's just like no. It's just the joy is people just loving the set design and the line delivery and the actors that crop up and like, who are these people are. It's like mm. is the is the stuff good? And it's just like. I'm, it's leaving me empty. Like I watched Poison and then I was left empty by mm. it. And it's just like, yes, I didn't watch the other ones, Probably and I will watch favorite. the other ones. And um, what's up? Probably my least favorite. Least was favorite. Poison. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
But I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of over it. So I don't want to, you know, rain on on the parade. No, it's you fine. You can listen to the Asteroid City podcast to hear Would me you, dump on him again. So. Yeah. Would you watch him if West directed a live play? Like and on it, Broadway? Yeah, and it incorporated like I would watch that, that would be the ne- his that would next be cool. thing is either it's like all right, because he is very meta. He twists and like looks through the lens, through behind the curtain, all this. So it would either be a television show of this that is broken up and released weekly episodes. Excuse me. Yeah, I don't want that. That where like I don't know, we're in the audience and it's behind the where, like I don't know how he, he brings a camera on the street. I have no idea. Right. Or it's a somehow he brings instead of bringing theater to screen, he brings screen to theater, and somehow does a West thing on like all the sets are moving. They're all filmed. That'd be kind of fun. You know? Yeah. That was like a different venue. It just seems like he's going deep, kind of like the Nathan for you. He's just like going deeper (laughs) into like his brain. You know, we're seeing more. Sometimes that's good. And in this case, peeling back the leather layers. Yeah. This case, I'm definitely in the minority, but sepia tone. uh, yeah. <laughs> brain watercolor brain of Wes Anderson right from the 20 minutes of Henry Sugar you watched was it were you into it or was it it, more it was like a longer person? one of these okay so same kind of vibe yeah Cumberbatch Again, and, yeah okay same reading and so you recommend interesting you, funny concept right. cool that one's about a uh, a man um, he, he, he kind of comes in uh Ben Kingsley walks into a, a Deb Patel, who's a doctor. He walks into his hospital and is like, I can see if, even if you cover my eyes. And I can, I've been doing this forever. So they like cover his eyes with like bandages and he's just mm. riding bikes in traffic and just being like undeniably uncanny about his skill set. Right. And we kind of like understand why through the short story is like we go back to when he was 17 and he learned how to do meditations. And, and it's, but it's all like moving sets and colors. It's more of the same, but it is. Right. It also seemed to me, now that I say it, that watching each one of these, they were the same characters played by the same actor. There was not a lot of differentiation between differentiation between like this is a different story with a different characters. It was just Dev over this one now. I was like, well, okay. are they all connected? Like I was a little lost. Yeah. Now that I say it out loud, yeah, it really was like hard to tell. Like. Because they all seemingly take place in the same year, it even seems like. Well, that, that was kind of my frustrations with Asteroid was just the characters are like the actors are supposed to say the lines in such a very specific way where it's just like I'm kind of inaccessible. Like their per- personalities and character are kind of inaccessible to me. Where it's okay. just like they can't show who they really are and really dive into their own characters because they have to say everything in such That's a true. very hyper speed and specific way where it's yeah. just I watched yeah you know, the poison where it was Dev and, and Benedict and Ben Kingsley and I was just like I couldn't like really relate to any of these characters and when like the poison is spread at the end of the short it was just like okay like I didn't feel it as much as I yeah. think reading the, the 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 doll play originally like it would have hit so yeah just like it's like I don't know. I'm just. You probably could have had Bill Murray or Owen Wilson in any of these, and it would have sounded like any West. The exact same. It would have yeah. just sounded like Ed Norton was saying what Dev was saying. It's kind of because like they're it, not being Dev saying these lines. There's Dev saying the way West wants these lines to be said. Right. So I hear you. Yeah. It's like right. if if Martin Scorsese just like he directed Mean Streets, and then he just did Goodfellas, and he just did The Departed, and it was just like mafia movie after mafia movie, and it's just like he didn't have like. 
40 other movies between these three. Like, he, yeah. he, he did some weird stuff from time to time, you know? He, he, yeah. he did Raging Bull, and he did Wall, like Wolf of Wall Street and things like that. He did Silence and, like, all, their, all these crazy films where it's just, like, he stepped out of his comfort zone and made something different and, yeah. and specific. And Wes is just, like, he. I think he's just, he needs to take a step back and kind of just, like, reassess, like, all right, let's just maybe this new decade like let's just let's switch it up a little bit let's see what we got going on yeah but yeah do you want to talk about the one two three four films that you yeah so i saw four films i believe they're all streamers um totally killer you want to give a, a little log line for that one sure murder is so 1987 35 years ago after the shocking murders of three teens, an infamous killer returns on Halloween night to claim a fourth victim. When 17-year-old Jaime comes face-to-face with the mass maniac, she accidentally time travels. Oh, that's cool. Time travels in 1987. Forced to navigate the unfamiliar culture, Jamie teams up with her teenage mother. Oh, that's sick. To take down the psycho once and for all. Uh-oh. <laughs> your eyes are saying one thing and your mouth is saying this something else. This movie is so good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Holy smokes, it's so mama. It's it's a it's a definite wreck. All right. Yeah. Kiernan wow. Shipka plays Dude, I didn't the main even, star. Sorry, I didn't even wreck or drag those things. This is my first time wrecking a drag, and I'm in the policy. <laughs> this is your first time. Sorry, you go oh, ahead. Sorry, nice. I don't know. Wreck the swan. Um, <laughs> it's so fun. Like it's Happy Death Day kind of meets Back to the Future kind of vibes okay so oh, like that's cool yeah so it's it's super cool it's super fun i mean it's it's campy as all anything but mm-hmm. it's just the jokes are funny like the killings aren't kind of aren't really there but it's just like it's it's played for laughs and the dialogue is chris and the jokes are there it, it was so much better than i was expecting this to be wow. it's on prime video um okay it's yeah, it's really fun. It's like kind of has like the murder mystery who done it vibe to it cuz like yeah. we don't know who the killer is and he kills three people in the in 1987 and then in 2022, I guess, um he comes back and kills the main character's mom who was, you know, back then in 1987 and survived. Okay. So, why did he return 35 years later and her daughter is sent back to that time period and that's sick. So fun. And they reference like back to the future. And it's just like, this is, they talk about it as if like they're explaining time travel and they're like, back to the future did it wrong. This is how we do it. So it's like a little meta to it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's you turn this on, you will have a great time. Okay. Yeah. Hell so, yeah. Absolutely. Good. Ho- good. Uh, October movie. Halloween. Yeah. I mean, it takes place on Halloween. So cool. yeah, definitely. Next one is reptile. Shed the lies. Mm. <laughs> I still don't know why this movie is called Reptile, but keep going. Uh, Following the brutal murder of a murder of a young real estate agent. <laughs> okay. A hardened detective attempts to uncover the truth in a case where nothing is as it seems. And by doing so, dismantles the illusions of his own life. Starring Javier Bardem. No, Benito <laughs> Del Toro, excuse me. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> as well. Oh, it is JT. Yeah, um, who else is in this? Is that Alicia Silverstone? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Coming out of the woodwork. She, she has, has a lot of lot of lines. She's been bumping. She's pretty good. She, yeah, I mean, like, she's been coming out for some yeah. commercials, TikTok. She's done Mama Burden. She's done. Dude, that is still crazy to me. <laughs> she, she, I don't know. She might sell Mama Burden or adult kids. Uh, All right, man. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
But I'll keep something. I really like this. This movie is um, it's very predictable, uh, but it's just the type of movie I like. Very okay. noirish, very like Benicio plays a cop just uncovering this murder and like all the corruption that exists in this town. Um, it's not anything that you haven't seen before, but if like you kind of like the style of movie, like it's going to be for you. Okay. Um, Timberlake's good. Not asked to do too much. Uh, Lisa Silverstone's actually pretty good. Um, I love I love Benicio del Toro. He's yeah. kind of he's in every scene essentially, and um, he's good. He, it has like a couple like idiosyncrasies to it, like to his character and like. Um, yeah, the, the there's a di- like a different vibe to the movie that I think sets it apart a little bit for me from the rest of these. But I mean, it is derivative. It is overly long. I think it's two hours and ten minutes, two hours and fifteen minutes. Um, Michael Pitt is in this. What? Where it's just like, where is he? Where been? the hell is He plays been? a weirdo in this movie too. Really? Um, I miss him. I would absolutely recommend this. Um, definite wreck. Definitely worth a watch. Someone. <laughs> I don't think the reviews are that great for it. But again, if you like kind of like these murder movies and like these crime movies, like I, th- I think it's for you. Someone said false advertising and in parentheses, no reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's a reptile skin in maybe minute three of this movie. And that and is that's it. it. Yeah, I was okay. still waiting for the reptile. Well, you know, people, they change skins. You know, is there a... I know, why is there a reptile? Like, the reptile. main character pulls out this whole reptile skin. She moves a plant and it's there. But, like... Yeah, but, like, maybe... No snake sh- pops Maybe up. how many of these characters shed their skin? Oh, JT's the snake. I get it, but it's just, like... <laughs> I want to see... I want to see a snake, man. I want to see... Yeah, you man. know what this movie tried to watch be? watch Enemy. A little bit. Yeah. It what? wanted to be Prisoners. Oh, really? And it's not Prisoners, but no. it's not like... It's not, a, it's not a terrible imitation of Prisoners. It's like, it's got that vibe to it throughout the whole movie, that okay. atmosphere, that dread. I mean, nothing will be Prisoners. No. But like, this has... God damn, nothing This will be is like, if, like, in the related to category, like, Prisoners would probably be the first thing that pops up for this. Got it. Um, damn. But definitely Rec. And then... We'll stay on Netflix and talk Love at First Sight real okay. quick. Absolutely. I'm going to bump it up a little bit. Here we go. Bump it up. Uh, love, bump, bump, bump it up. Love at First Sight, directed by Vanessa Caswell. Kaz- 100,000 daily flights around the world. Six million travelers. One connection. <laughs> Is that the logline? Yep. Hadley, um, Hadley and Oliver. Oh yeah, Jesus. Hadley. Ice cream company. Hadley and Oliver begin falling in love Boutique. on a flight from New York to London. But when they lose each other at, at customs, can they defy all odds to reunite? I don't know, Evan. Yeah. It's a drag. Okay. But it's a soft drag. <laughs> soft drag. Soft drag. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> Damn squid. Damn. Um, <laughs> They're not gonna be able to tell <laughs> when we say "damn squib," and then squib. also <laughs> "damn squib." It's gonna play. It's not bad. It's watchable. I love rom coms, and Haley Richardson is great in this. I just I'm not a fan of the guy that much. I think it's Ben Hardy Kingsley. Uh, yeah, Ben. I'm not Hardy. sure I've seen him too much. Ben before. Hardy. Um, she was on the White Lotus. She had a couple other roles. I think she was in Edge of Seventeen. She's really good. Um, their chemistry is really good. It's just the script of this movie isn't there. And then Rob, 
Mahoney, no. Rob Mahoney, I think, plays her dad. This that her whole storyline with her father is just completely garbage. Um, his storyline with his family, he's going back to England. Um, a spoiler alert. This is a big time spoiler alert. To attend like his living his his mom's living memorial. And she knows she's dying of cancer and just wants to have a giant party before she dies. Okay. And so she can just see everyone that would be at her funeral, uh-huh. but actually like celebrate it with them. Oh. Um, she and her husband, who's played by Dexter Fletcher, the director, like their acting is just unbelievably great. Wow. And it's just like, he says a couple lines where it just has like such incredible weight and gravitas to it. I'm like, this is, should not be in this movie. Like, this should be its it. own thing. Damn, yeah. I love like, that. So good, and then it's just yeah, just the, the script wasn't there. A couple storylines could have been just you know done away with, um, but definitely watchable. But ultimately, a, a soft wreck. Okay, or a soft track, I should say. Last one. Yeah, is uh, you you seem to be jumping your your britches are you about know to what? blow off. You know what? I no one will save you. Yeah, this movie's right up your alley. Right up my alley. Yeah. All right. Like you, you should. When I once I leave tonight, you should just fire this up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. No one will save you. Directed by Brian Duffield. Duffield. Yeah. A home invasion no one saw coming. Do we ever? <laughs> Do we ever see home invasion? Because then they wouldn't be. It wouldn't be an invasion. Yeah. No ring app here. <laughs> A young woman who's been alienated from her. I feel like alienated should be bolded there you based go. on the picture. Yeah. A young woman who's been alienated from her community finds herself in a face-off against a host of extraterrestrial beings who threaten her her future while forcing her to deal with her past. Oh, this does sound good. This is right up your alley. Holy Um, smokes. This was really good. Um, I don't know if it sticks the landing. And it gets a little long and bogged down in the middle. But, like, mm-hmm. the idea here is just fantastic. I'm going to space. And I'm already in, buddy. It's it's so good. Okay. Caitlin Dever is... I love Caitlin Dever. Yeah, she's wonderful. Um, I think only three words are spoken in this movie, too. What? Which is fun. How's it get bogged down? <laughs> um, well, I guess I'll find out. The CGI on the aliens, awesome. Oh, it's good. It's so good. Right, it's like yeah, dude. it's almost as if like Sick. it's like your traditional standard looking alien, but it looks incredible. Like they look super cool. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, how how much was this movie made for? Like, I want to get Marvel. By those. Marvel can't do anything right visually. And like yeah. <laughs> and then this this movie. They, those guys have a lot of work. It's to do. super those guys creepy. Like for the first twenty minutes, and then it just becomes like World of Worlds, like chase movie, monster Sick. chase movie. And it's just like okay, I'm this ready. is fun. Right, I'm locked this in. This is super fun. I Time I up. must admit I I have a different interpretation on the ending than the director intended for. Okay. Um. So I'm curious to see like what you think about the ending before okay. like looking it up. But I'm gonna leave it up. Um. Yeah, definitely watch this. It's, okay. It's a definite wreck for sure. Sweet. Of the four, I would say Totally Killer was my favorite. Um, but No One Will Save You is definitely the the most unique of the bunch and definitely worth watching. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, this definitely popped up on my TikTok. I get a lot of TikToks that pop up and be like, here's a weird esoteric horror movie. Yeah, it's, you it's gotta blown check up. Out. Like, All right, cool. Yeah. Sick. 
That's we, great. Shall we get into it? I think we should do it. You want to get, there? Uh, hit the button? We're going to do our last movie of the night. This year's, we hope, number one motion picture. The guy, it, the movie called, and the creator. Good night. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. about the creator, man. Let's do it. Big movie. Probably the yeah. biggest September release. Yeah. At least in, in our eyes. Um, I, um... Yeah, for sure. I remember the trailer came on for something I was about to see, and it was like from the director of Rogue One. And then it was like sick, like robots for a second. And I closed my eyes, and I heard the rest of the trailer. So like, I didn't want to know. I just didn't want to fucking don't see, it. see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see what's going on. You got John David in there putting in the work. All right, so this is the creator. Is he the creator? <laughs> We'll talk about it. From Gareth Edwards. Against Garrett, uh, directed by Garrett Hedlund. Uh, against the he back, <laughs> against the backdrop, this is the, where are the, IMDb, IMDb. Against the backdrop of a war between humans and robots with artificial intelligence, a former soldier finds the secret weapon, a robot in the form of a young child. Alfie? That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> Dude, it's so true. What is happening with these goddamn chappy references? <laughs> um, Someone out there will get them. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening still. Yeah. Uh, this is the Letterboxd, the creator. This is a fight for our very existence. Amid a future war between the human race and the forces of artificial intelligence, Joshua, a hardened ex-special forces agent, Grieving the disappearance of his wife, is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator. The what? Disappearance. <laughs> In quotes, underlined, highlighted, and asterisked. Hunt down and kill the creator, the elusive architect of an advanced AI who has developed a mysterious weapon with the power to end the war and mankind itself. I liked it. I was on board. You liked the movie? I did. Okay, good. I was. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was on board. I have some things I want I'm to talk about. I'm not quite there, but... I think, I think we're close. We're close. I, I, gave it a I think you're getting me I close. I give it a three out of five. Three out of five? Yeah. That is a six. six. Yeah, you're probably at a seven or eight? Uh, yeah, I think I'm closer 7. to... 7.5? I think, yeah, 7.5, however we do that. 3.75? We're gonna dan- yeah, 3.75. We're going to dance between the seven and the eight, and I'll, and I'll defend why for Dancing both. a lot tonight. Yeah, I'm just having a... just Man, well, these are talking heads, talking Dancing pictures. So, yeah, I think I'm going to run there. And uh, would you like to start? Yeah, I just, I mean, Gareth Edwards is just like, he's a visual artist. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie looked absolutely stunning. Um, I couldn't believe it. Rogue One looked absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. The first Godzilla movie from 2014 was absolutely stunning. Hell yeah, man. He's able to create just a world that you've just never seen before on a modest to high budget. Yeah. Where it's just like, how is this movie made for $86 million? And then all of the and Indiana Jones looks terrible. Right, made for three. Yes, million. so I'm like, yes, dude. Yeah. So well, I just don't. Dude, I don't get it, dude. I don't get it. Looking at it, it's just that's like there's just like a picture, a shot real of a robot in a monk's robe on a on a countryside, looking at like an explosion in the sky, and it's like, it. How does this look so sensational, and no one else can right. fucking do it? Right. And this dude knows what movies he wants to make too. He right. knows. The way that he wants them to look, like the just sensational. You're totally right. I mean, just everything in this movie looked like 
it was practical and real. I just, I just Ugh. can't get, uh, um, I can't say more about that. Um, some of the car, like that was like, they built a car, like they built like, like all the costumes the, the, the production design, right. Everything was like, that was really touchable. Like there was like a real vehicle that they built in this set, this blade runner, the cyberpunk at world. Right. Like that was some real shit. So like, that's wonderful and tactile. And I love that. So like, absolutely nothing we're watching right now is, is, is even close to what this movie was. No, trying. definitely not. I think this movie lacked what rogue one had, which was a script written by Tony Gilroy, who also wrote Andor. <laughs> okay. Um, just the script wasn't here for this one. This is very generic, very derivative. Just there was nothing grabbing me about any of the dialogue being spoken. Like to me, Gareth is just you. It looks great, but it's just I wish you had someone writing your words for you. Okay. You know, and I believe Tony Gilroy was kind of brought into Rogue One to kind of salvage that movie and salvage that script, and you can tell. Like you see Andor, and you're like, "This is the, yeah. This is God, all of it. these rousing speeches on Andor and Rogue One." And it was just like, "Was there one in this movie?" It was this kind of just it's true. John David Washington just saying platitudes and just yeah. you know regurgitating things we've all heard before. Yeah. Which, when you are looking at visuals of things that you've never seen before, I think it highlights those deficiencies even more. Mm. Um, I mean, the Hans Zimmer score was fantastic too. Yeah, but that that just goes without saying. Yeah. Um. Just in addition to the script, I'm just not a John David Washington fan, man. He just doesn't do it for me. I've right? seen him in Tenant. I've seen him in this now, Amsterdam. Like no, he's well. just he's he's he doesn't have it, and I, I I don't know what it is. He's just he's not. You know, he's a Nepo baby and he's gotten this chance because of who his dad is, which is Denzel. And it's, uh, I don't think he hasn't, he hasn't done it for me, man. Interesting. Yeah. How'd you feel about him? Did you like him? Like he definitely pulled it in some of these scenes. Okay. I think like he pulled, like sometimes I was like, it it felt like whatever they shot in the beginning, like maybe that first time we meet his character, he's like, oh, my dog, was going on yeah and like he wasn't really there but then like later i don't know he just started like really growing on me was really pulling his weight in the film i thought okay. i thought as the movie was going he was getting better right and like his character was there were some scenes where i don't know like he was a wreck and i believed it and it was yeah. pretty great so but i i agree i've never really been on his team as an actor for a while i just yeah. thought he was maybe in the, um, black klansman he was pretty sensational yeah um, yeah, that might be the one thing that. Yeah. But again, that's he's to me he's kind of playing the same character in all these movies. Okay. Where it's just like we reviewed they clone Tyrone recently, where it was yeah. just like John Boyega would have crushed this part. Absolutely. Oh and my it's just, god, he would have fucked this movie up. It would have been yeah. so good. And you have like Daniel Kaluuya, who's like probably yeah. my favorite male actor right now. Yeah. You have like Keith Stanfield. You have all these other African American actors that I think are just like light years ahead of where John David Washington yeah. is. He, um, and it's just I Boyega in this part would have would have crushed it. Uh, spoiler: I have to sneeze. Just we'll, <laughs> see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> A little cliffhanger here. Bottle it, <sighs> um, <laughs> dude. Fuck yeah! I completely understand. Um, there were times when he was pulling it though, but I, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I, I he did. They did it a couple times. Uh-huh. 
There was a couple times. This is really, it was really fighting over here for my life. Um, there was a couple times where they did that stupid thing they do in some movies that irks me so goddamn much is when they use terminology. I this was on Earth, and it's not too far in the future, but the they use terminology that's like not like at one point he's like Jesus Christ, like he says Jesus Christ, yeah, getting out of a car or something to a kid, and it's like that. It, that's like today language. That's real language. That's us language. And this isn't that. That's in futures of robots. Right. So why are you using that? You were. He's like, man, hell of this or whatever. And it's like, what is happening? Like that's not you. You right. be the character set in that world using that world slang or whatever. Right. You took me out of it, and I just hate that. Yeah. Or when they use a, a term. I don't know, like, let's get the ball rolling or something. It's like, what? I don't know. That's right. a bad example. But anyway, um, so no, yeah, no, his, for his performance was you, uh, it got grew better. As, yeah, yeah. As, as we went along, I'm like, all right, but he isn't awful. He isn't awful. He's not awful. You know? No. He just, he kind of just, he just took me out of it. Yeah. Because, like, I'm watching Don David Washington. Just, yeah. You know? Um, I don't want to do that. Uh, you were saying that, um, like the the dialogue and 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 wasn't there. Um, I think that it had a great me- like I don't want to just like play it and be like had a great message, but it had a great direction it was going until the third act, and then I think it took on paint by number. Mm. Just let's just speed this up and give some action. We're gonna get them up there and figure it out, and then now there's gonna be a bomb and we're gonna be there. We're right. now we're at the end. And up until then, I was like really on board with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a pretty great line that this movie does a great. And you know, I'm gonna hit the spoiler thing now. It's a big time spoiler. This is a big time spoiler alert. Ooh. Uh, there is a line that like like the the Americans are seemingly the good guys in the beginning. We're gonna fucking take out AI. And this movie does a great job at painting AI as maybe it's not. What maybe it's not this terrifying thing, Mission Impossible, it's going to ruin the world type evil, and it's just this thing we can go exist with and use, and eventually, it, wherever evolution leads, is that this thing becomes just adaptable and goes off on its own. It's right. peaceful. And there's this really cool line where, like, this, I, can, I don't remember the actress's name. Um, Allison Jenny. Allison Jenny uh, is like, look, Neanderthals, they're not here because we killed them. Right, like we, we like that's how that works. What do you think's gonna happen with this? What you catching my drift? And we, as just like the audience, is like, oh, like the AI's gonna kill us. Of course it is. But no, like let's kill that thing. You know, us uh-huh. us the Homo sapiens are gonna wipe that thing out now. Right. So we remain. And towards the end of the movie, it it becomes very evident and clear that like we as humans are just have been for centuries just killing ourselves and just like through suffering and plague and rape and everything just whether it's fear of the unknown and and just trying to understand why a comet exists and giving it this reason and brutal sacrifices in the middle of a desert and it's like let's just fucking kill ourselves and everything this i think this movie had a pretty good commentary on how unaccepting we are of maybe AI and maybe that there is a, a direction. But that being said, <laughs> we are who we are. And as more things are developed with AI, it just seemingly this is all just entertainment more to us than it is an actual tool or going to be a part of our life in, in any substantial way. Um, yeah, I, I wish 
I wish it had a, a better. I wish I had gotten a better understanding of what this movie is trying to say about AI and whether we should embrace it, whether we should fight it, what we should do with it. It seems like they were saying they were pretty peaceful in my mind. That's the way I read it. Only because that one guy is like, dude, do you understand what would happen if we win the war? Do you know what will happen to America? Mm -hmm. And he's like, what? He's like, nothing. Nothing will happen. We will move on. We don't want to do this. Like we're right. not here to fight. We just want this to be over. So, just thought that was interesting. Um, Can we stop s- having just older white women be villains in these yes. big movies? Please, because like, what church do you preach at? <laughs> yeah, we had Helen Mirren. Yeah, we why? had Sigourney Weaver, why? and now we got Alice and Such Jenny. a weird thing. That and like, she was with. she was I for like she her first good. couple scenes. I'm like, and then, right, she, like, became and then the, she just yeah. became that That's character screaming out the helicopter. The third them. act, it becomes so. this like, get the kill them all. Yeah, and it becomes exactly. that. My brother, shout out, Mike, had a, a beautiful revelation, which I really appreciated. At the end of the film, and I think this is what Gar- Gareth was kind of doing. This is his like gladiator. This is his fucking like star. Uh, Stargate kind of this whole thing is like combining. This is baby, yeah. Yeah. Um, at the end, there's a moment where. John David Washington says goodbye to the girl and he's like, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. It's kind of something we've talked about the whole film. And as he detaches from the ship and his baby girl goes away, he runs into on this ship that's in the sky in this field. Yeah. And he meets his wife. And there's something in like Greek mythology called the Elysium. And the Elysium fields is where you go before you go to heaven. Uh-huh. And it was super interesting that he said, I'm going to heaven. And the last shot we have is him is embracing the one thing he wanted the whole movie in this field of grass. Like, right. Where it, like he's going at least him. So that was pretty good. Very cool. Nice work, Mike. Yeah. Very cool. Just, uh, you know, very cool. Um, uh, yeah. I just, it's just impossible to like look past how beautiful this film is. Um, no, it has. And the, it, and the action scenes felt like war scenes. Yeah, it, sh- just, it should come be on. seen just for that. Yeah. To me, like you, it had some obvious parallels to like District Nine a yeah, little bit, absolutely. but District Nine just blows this out of the water. It's but funny. I was well, I was gonna say that like there needs to be another District Nine type film, and this was it. This was like it's been a while. Yeah, since it's it's, in, it's in it's good. in range. This is good for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, what were you gonna say? No, no, good. Oh, I was just going to say there are some like obvious flaws with like some design maybe sometimes. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> we already had the spoiler. Yeah, yeah, we're fine. But it's like uh, why would these AI design themselves that they can just be turned off if they're asleep? <laughs> like, they can be killed if they're just sleeping. Someone sneaks up on them. Right. Just switches them off. And then like very uh, uh, like obviously one of the AIs gets shot in the chest early on in the film and dies. And then our main character later gets shot in the chest and gets up and walks away, and he's fine. So, like, I don't really understand. Oh, one of those things, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little, like, eh. But, I yeah. mean, like, again, at that point, it was rushed for me. We were in the third act, and I was like, they're just trying to get us up. How do right. we get up planet and get up there? Yeah. And we'll just get us there. And then we'll get back to the beauty. And I was right. like, all right. So, yeah, I don't Nomad, know. super cool, man. The Nomad ship, just in, in space, cool, right? just like... Scanning the planet and blowing shit up. Some of the scenes are just like Oof. incredible. Like when he's like on the beach yelling for his his yeah. wife at the beginning and like no bad is just coming over and just yeah. like gonna take her out. Yeah. Beautiful just like stuff, and man. just like the idea of just LA just 
a bomb being detonated and just destroying the city and just yeah. being AI claiming it was an accident. Like, yeah. we didn't do this. You guys did this. It's just mm-hmm. like, okay, so who's who's at fault here? Is it the humans operating the AI or is the AI itself? Yeah. So it's just like, it raised some good questions like that. I wish it was more like that. But mm. again, I enjoyed my time watching it. I just like, I wanted... I wanted that like five out of five, you okay. know, I wanted that, yeah. like that seminal piece of sci-fi where it's just like, this is incredible yeah. rather than like, man, I admired this. This was fantastic looking, beautifully scored, but like, it wasn't a rival. It wasn't. Yeah. You know? Not many are. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, I think we're more or less in, in agreement. Definitely worth a watch. Yes. Um, but yeah, definitely seen in the theater too. It's a great theater movie. A little long so, as well, I think. Too. Long like, too, yeah. Off some stuff that was just. Unfortunately, yeah. it bombed the box office, so it didn't do great. No. That sucks. So, I'd watch. Which it is again. a shame because, like these, these are the types of movies that need people to, yeah, know, go rush and see them. Where it's just like it's non IP, it's n- not really a big name, it's not a big director, modest budget, and then it's just yeah, we were alone in the theater, you know. Nobody, nobody wants to see it. Yeah. A private screen, nice. Yeah, you reserve that yourself. Yeah, there you go. yeah. <laughs> dude, that's it. There. It's over. There. I'm leaving. No one will save you up so that I can remember to put that on. Um, thanks for listening, guys. It's been a tough couple weeks because of the non 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 nonsense. You know, it's nonsense. been tough. But uh, for sure, we're um, getting together for the next episode. So what do we got? We have two big ones. Taylor Swift mm-hmm. concert film, The Eras Tour, yeah, and Marty Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, what and else then, we talk about will be left up into the air. Yeah, but those are faux. You were that mentioning is a, that is a double bill right there. Faux for sure. Like I don't know when faux, it comes out, but like I would like that indie to films. It's Oscar season, yeah. so yeah, things are gonna so be we're getting out. There. We're gonna be uh, picking, kicking up with some, some dust. Picking picking up some dust. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, thank you so much for listening, and thank check us guys. out on. Uh, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Right. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. We are. And um, it's good stuff. Thank you for listening, and we'll, and we'll see you next time. And and remember to, uh, to to just give Wes a chance, I think, is kind of where I'm at on that one. Why not? Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>